Welcome to another episode of This and That. I am your hostess, Christine Jobson, and I am so delighted that you decided to listen to this podcast today. How have you all been? How are you doing? Are you taking care of yourselves? Are you wearing your masks? Are you social distancing? Are you maintaining your peace, protecting your peace? making sure that you're taking time to relax, reflect, unplug yourself from social media. I wish I could say that I was unplugging from social media, but I have not been. But I think that I will in the near future. Just kind of take a minute to relax, unplug, and turn off other people's opinions. I am truly thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that I am in good health and I'm thankful that I'm in my right mind. Sometimes it's good to just take a moment and reflect and have a moment of gratitude. I was telling someone close to me that it would be such a great idea if we took the time to keep a gratitude journal where we daily write notes about the things that we are thankful for. And it could be simple. We could write that we're thankful that the sun was shining or that the rain fell or that we were able to catch up with an old friend or we were able to pay a bill or we were able to encourage someone. Or you may just be thankful because you got to wear your favorite T-shirt, whatever it is. Sometimes I think that... We spend too much time reflecting on the things that are negative. So allow me to challenge you today. Keep a gratitude journal. And even if you don't keep a journal, take a few minutes every day to reflect on the things that you're thankful for, the things that are beautiful, the things that are lovely, the things that bring you joy. Hold on to those things. Don't let them go. In other news, Florida has become the new epicenter, they like to call it, of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, that is so unfortunate um, and particularly close to my heart because Florida is my home state and it is just mind-blowing to see how the numbers have just gone up. In Florida. And it's also exciting to see how the numbers have gone down in New York. But I will say there is a difference between the New York pedestrian and the Florida pedestrian, the Floridian. Okay. I've noticed a difference. So I was in Florida and I noticed that pedestrians, when they're walking down the sidewalk, they just kind of walk by. No one's wearing a mask for the very most part. I mean, you might see a couple of people wearing masks um, in, in a community. And this is just in a neighborhood with homes and so forth. I do see people wearing masks in stores and in places of business. Uh, restaurants are open. And of course, you can't wear a mask while you're eating. However, let me tell you about New York, okay? When I am walking in New York, 
on one side of the street. If an individual sees me several feet, I mean, maybe half a block away, they will walk to the other side of the street rather than walking next to me on the sidewalk. And yes, they're also wearing a mask because New York is not playing with the coronavirus. They're not playing around. They honestly have worked so hard. You know, every individual has worked hard to do their part. I mean, of course, there are exceptions to the rule, but overwhelmingly, New Yorkers have been so diligent about wearing their masks, about trying to social distance, as far as what I have observed. And I am truly proud of the progress that New York has made. I'm sad about Florida, but I hope that Florida can get it together. Um, Florida, you know, it's it's summertime. You know, people probably had vacations planned. They, the summer's off. Of course, kids are already at home, but it's so tempting to start having gatherings, to start going out more and more in groups. And meanwhile, the number of coronavirus uh, patients increases. I have heard that the number of people who are dying from the coronavirus in Florida uh, is not extremely high as well. So that's good. And I've heard that this is because a lot of younger people are infected. And so when they get the disease, they are not dying as rapidly as others is my understanding. So, I mean, I guess it's good that less people are dying. But my concern is when a young person gets the coronavirus and then spreads it to someone else who is not as healthy, not as strong, has pre-existing conditions, and then they are not able to survive it as well as that young person can survive the virus. That becomes my issue. Well, not my issue, but my concern when it comes to the spread of the virus. And I have been seeing so many reports, so many pieces of information, pieces of information that confirm that wearing a mask truly helps. So I saw an interesting post the other day on social media. Uh, someone was asking the simple question, who amongst you does not wear masks? And if you don't wear a mask, why? And some people stated different reasons that it was just uncomfortable. It was just too hot. They're sweating. Um, there were some interesting answers and overwhelmingly nothing was related to like an actual health condition. Some people just don't like the idea of being told what to do. Literally, they just don't like the idea of being forced to do something they don't want to do. And they just didn't want to be uncomfortable. And I just want to implore all of my listeners Please wear your mask. At this point, my logic is, let's say the masks are doing absolutely nothing to prevent the spread of disease. Why don't we all just wear the masks to be on the safe side? It doesn't hurt. It's, it is uncomfortable. I will admit it. I don't particularly like wearing a mask. It's not comfortable. We are not accustomed to wearing masks in America. It's not a thing that we see here. I've seen other cultures doing it. And I always thought it was strange um, when I saw other cultures wearing masks 
um, in airports and, and walking around town, but here we are. We have to do it. And we, we've got to do something. And if the authorities, are, the authorities are saying that wearing a mask can help, then why not just do it, guys? I mean, that's just my two cents. Take it or leave it. But please take it. So I had the opportunity to kind of walk down memory lane today. I found some old pictures from high school and college. And it was so cool to kind of see myself as a 12th grader, as a freshman in college, and just to look at how I was styling my hair, the clothes I was wearing. One thing that kind of stuck with me is that the friends that I made in college, many of those friendships have endured and they remain my closest friends to this day. And it's just, it brings me so much joy to, to look at those pictures and realize, wow, we're still friends. We're still connected. We still love one another. And for me, that was one of the greatest gifts I got from my college experience at a historically black university, Oakwood University. If you've never heard of it, you can look it up. We have a great choir called the Oakwood University Aeolians. And I found some pictures of me and my fellow Aeolians singing and performing and, well, actually relaxing on the beach when we had spring break, our, our spring tour, just it was just exciting to see those pictures. And I also saw some pictures of when I was traveling with another ensemble. We spent some time in Spain. And I'm truly thankful, again, going back to gratitude, that I can look at these pictures and look at experiences that I was having at such a young age, all thanks to the gift of music. So, again, find something to be thankful for. Sometimes old pictures help. Okay, on to a totally, completely unrelated topic, green leaf. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to find out. Green Leaf is an awesome show that plays on the OWN Network. Many of you will know that the OWN Network is Oprah Winfrey's network, and she has some really cool shows on there, but honestly, I really just kind of watch Green Leaf. Greenleaf is kind of amazing. And it's especially amazing if you grew up in church or you have some connection to African American, the African American church experience and some of the things that happen behind the scenes. And it follows this family, the Greenleaf family, and some of their challenges. I will not share any spoilers. Do not worry if you are not all caught up. Um, I believe that you can watch on. Netflix, the old episodes. So if you do have a Netflix account and you've never watched the show, you can go on Netflix and you can log in and you can check out seasons one, two, and three, I believe. Check it out. I think you'll love it. But I said all of that to say there's a character on the show. Her name is Charity. I just wanted to express how much I dislike Charity. Charity is needy. Charity is self-absorbed. Charity can only see her own pain. Charity 
is annoying. Charity makes mistake after mistake and does not seem to learn. She does not seem to be able to acknowledge her part in anything that goes wrong in her life. It's always someone else's fault. Charity. And how ironic is that? That her name is Charity, which means love. Charity is a plum fool. Can I just be honest with you? Charity is the character we love to hate. Now, don't be a charity, people. Don't be that person that is just always feeling sorry for themselves and can never see that it's all their fault sometimes. And it's okay. Just kind of acknowledge it. See yourself where you are and move forward. Like, oh my goodness, she tears up my nerves just thinking about her. And you know what? The funny thing is she is the singer on the show. So you'd think I'd like uh, love charity or have a special place in my heart for charity because she's the singer in the family. However, people, charity works my nerves. And I just hope that none of us are working people's nerves the way charity works people's nerves. Like, really? It's always somebody else's fault. Really? Even though you like, oh, you literally have nothing. Like, no one likes you. No one likes you. But I, I think we all want to like her deep down. Like, we're, we're, I, I'm, I'm constantly pulling for her in my heart, wanting her to not suck. However, she does. And really, I just wanted to vent about charity. So thank y'all for listening to that because I just needed a, an outlet. I needed a platform, okay? So this podcast is it. Also my Facebook feed. Lastly, I want to talk briefly about a book I've just started reading called White Fragility. And don't worry, I will not be before you long, as they say in church. Um, but White Fragility has been such an interesting read so far. I will, I will continue to share um, my thoughts as I make my way through the audiobook that I am enjoying, courtesy of New York Public library's uh, online account. Uh, so check it out. It might be in your local library uh, as an audiobook or as an ebook, and you can check it out or you can purchase it. But I think it is such an eye-opening read. First of all, it's from the perspective of a white woman who is basically just calling it as she sees it. And she is pretty spot on. But the interesting thing is that I haven't read much about racism from the perspective of a white person. So it's interesting. She is addressing white people in her book and I'm not white. So it's kind of like I'm listening in on a private conversation, it feels like. And so much of what she's saying, I'm just like, yes, Yes, that's exactly it, ma'am. Yes. Tell the people like it is, is what I want to scream at her. And by her, I mean Robin D'Angelo. Okay, that's, that's the person that I'd like to yell yes at because she has literally put all of herself aside 
and just decided to look at the problem of racism face to face. No sugarcoating, no caution. She is just telling it like it is. I'm not going to share too much more about the book, this podcast. Uh, I will share more in the future, but I highly recommend this book, White Fragility. You've got to get it. I am making my way through the book and I'm loving it so far. I'm, I'm, I'm actually learning so much as well. So I, I always like to learn and to gain other perspectives. And this is truly a great experience thus far. And I will report back with more. Before I let you guys go, just want to remind you that I do have masks for sale. Please wear a mask. Even if it's not my mask, I would prefer that you wear the ones I'm selling. And you can get mine at www.christinejobson.com. So make sure you go there, click on Christine's store, and you will see my masks. Pick up one today or tomorrow. Like, you could totally get one tomorrow. But today is fine, too. Any Hoozle Beans, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you're well. And I look forward to speaking with you next time on This and That. Bye-bye. I don't think you're ready for this. Let's talk about this and that.